Welcome to PLSJ's podcast, where the Public Library of Steubenville in Jefferson County shares with you our favorite quirky questions, finds out what leaders in our community are reading, interviews local authors, and so much more. This podcast is part of the Out and About series, where we talk to business and community leaders, organizations, and anyone outside library doors to learn a little more about them personally and professionally. And as always, we'll find out what they're reading. Thanks for listening to the PLSJ Podcast. My guest today is Lisa Mort. Lisa is a life coach, breathwork instructor at the Empowered Wellness Studio right here in Steubenville and has been in the beauty industry for 27 years. In the last 20 years of being in the industry, Lisa has been mentoring stylists, doing business building, marketing, and skill set. Today, she's joining us to talk about creative visualization, creating a blueprint for your dream life. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks for being here. So can we really create a blueprint or is it already predestined? Both. It's already predestined, but if we don't do the work, if we don't put the work in, if we don't show up for ourselves, then that just kind of hangs out in the back. Okay, and so how do we know when... um, when we're not on track. Yeah. So do you ever wake up and you just think, I'm just, I'm not happy. Or, (laughs) you know, like, oh, I just want to get this day over with. Or I have this to do, I have this to do, I have this to do. But you just, you're starting to go through the motions. And when we start to just go through the motions of life, we, we forget even what our purpose is. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people can identify with that and and feeling, I mean, maybe sometimes you just, you feel it inside that this is just not working. Um, But it's hard, I think, because for the people who, like, at least with a career, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have to be at this job because I need the health benefits. I need, you know, those different things. So what do you say to people who may be saying, I know there's something more out there, but I have to pay the bills. I have to, you know. Yeah, so show up, show up in that, that industry. Show up and do what you need to do, but on the other on in your free time, like let's figure it out. Let's explore. What is it? Why do you feel empty? Why aren't you satisfied at your job? What is happening at your job that is not helping you feel fulfilled? What in the job could help you feel fulfilled? Mm-hmm. So finding that happiness. Yeah. You know, in for there. Sure. Uh, how so how do we create a blueprint? for a dream life? You know, so this one, this could go in so many different directions. There's so many self-help books out now. There, if you get on social media, on the internet, you can find coaching seminars at the click of a button, you know? So there's, there are so many ways to get there. What we're talking about today is a specific exercise called creative visualization. And why, why I'm choosing this one, why, why I chose this one to talk about is most of us don't even know what we really want our life to look like. What is your dream life? We will sit here and we'll say, well, this is what my house would look like, or this is what my car would be. Uh, this is how my kids would behave in public and all of this. But everything that we're focusing on, they're, they're all things. You know, what they're, they're things. We're, we're chasing 
things. Mm -hmm. And what we have forgot is what is the feeling? Mm. What is the feeling that we're going for? Yes. You know, and if if you say, well, I want to be happy and I know that that house is going to make me happy. Right. So you're chasing this house and you think when I have this house, oh, I'm going to be happy. Then you get the house and it's like. I'm still not happy because we're we're attaching our feelings to two things. Yes, yes. And I think I think people are starting to maybe wake up to that and realizing that you know maybe it's not the things that are right. making them happy. So, uh, so when we do the creative visualization at uh, the library, mm-hmm. because this this program will be done at the library. Is it kind of like a, a visualization board? The, oh, I'm the, so glad you said that. <laughs> that's I'm what, so because, glad, yes. Yeah, that's yes. what I think of when, you know, I think yes. of this. So. so what, I am a huge fan of vision boards. Right? Yeah. I love vision boards. I do vision boards every single year. I've done them forever. They're, you know, it's on my mirror in my bedroom. This is where creative visualization is different. When we do a vision board... And anybody who thinks they they have never done a vision board or like what's a vision board, I promise you we've all done them. If you've ever wrote a letter to Santa Claus with your list of toys that you wanted, that's (laughs) That's a vision board. Okay, I never thought of it that way. If you ever looked through a a car magazine and just like mentally like I want that car, I want that, I want that, it's a mental vision board. We we do this all the time. We all have them. If you're on Pinterest. That is like the motherload of vision boards. Okay, so maybe that's, yeah, people can think of Pinterest as yes. a vision board. Yes, and that's, that's yeah, exactly great, what, great. what yeah. Pinterest is. This is what happens with the vision boards, though. What are we putting on there? Things we want. Things we want. Again, going back to what we were just talking yes. about earlier. Yes, so there are things that we Tangible want. Things. Yeah, yeah, things that we want to manifest in our life. Right? And manifest is a very trendy word. Mm-hmm. Everyone's talking about, I'm going to manifest the, my dream life. And we think that, you know, creating these, the vision board, so we're, we're constantly seeing it, which we are, but we're still seeing things. Creative visioning will, it goes deeper. It's going to take us below, we're the, down below that surface. Why do you want that stuff? Mm-hmm. And the, the biggest thing, the biggest thing with this is most of us want that out of fear. We want that out of a fear of something we are scared to feel. Okay. So when we have that car on there and we want that car because that car is going to make us happy. Well, why is that car going to make me happy? Why is that car going to make me happy? Well, you know, people will think I'm successful mm. because I'm, I'm driving this Range mm. Rover, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I just said that because that's the car I want. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you still can want the stuff. You still can want it. But uh, if I'm driving a Range Rover, I'm going to be successful. Well, being successful, if I feel successful, what is that keeping me from feeling? Mm. What am I What am I scared to feel? So basically, so, okay, so this makes me think of like maybe alcohol and drug addiction for the people who are... You know, I think doing that maybe to numb the feeling. So yes. this is kind of like another way yes. of, in, you know, in some cases, because we do have to have something to drive. But yes. when you are driven like that, it's kind of like what you're doing to numb the feeling. So we're getting yes. to the heart of the matter. Yes, we're going down right. to the core. Okay. Right. So there's nothing wrong with wanting a Range Rover at all. What what I want to help, what I want to uncover, and this is with myself, like this is the work I've, I've done on myself, mm-hmm. Um 
what am I scared to feel? Like, what is that car going to make me not have to feel? Maybe not good enough, mm. not successful, that I, I not really should not good enough. Mm. Okay. You know, yeah, so, it makes sense. So how about instead of right now looking at the picture of that car, how about we work on why do you not feel good enough? Mm. What's, what's the root cause? Everything we want in life is created from a, a, a root cause feeling that we don't want to feel. Right. It's fear of something. Right. So during the creative visualization, because this <laughs> this could take years no, more than most more than yeah, most yeah. definitely. Um, so, so you're just focusing. You're taking. Are, are we are we going to be doing like any like a meditation or yes. is it just? Yeah. Do you want me to take you through what the class would be like? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. When we start out with it, basically, there, there are seven areas of life that we're going to talk about. Okay. There are the seven basic areas of life. And we will go through a meditation, a, a guided meditation. It's a breath awareness. And it's just putting you in, in the position to be open to receive. Mm -hmm. And we'll go through each area. And it's like, what do you feel right now? And what do you want to feel? Mm -hmm. What do you want to feel in this area? So we go through all of it. And then because this is a, a shorter, you know, this is a short, a shorter class, we, we pick the one that's maybe standing out the most to us. The one that, not the one that we want to work on, the one that has the most resistance. Oh, good. You know? And that's, you know, people, I think, want to try and avo like, avoid. avoid. They want to avoid. So yes. this is, so we are going straight in there. Right, <laughs> right in there. <laughs> Right, right in there. Where, where this works, where this helps. Are you going to get all your answers in this class? Absolutely not. But it's going to start having you ask yourself the right questions. Yes. And it can start helping you unpack unpack all these conditioned beliefs that have been put on us. Right. And teaching us, I think, to just sit in these emotions. Yeah. That you have to just sometimes yes. sit in them instead yes. of trying to... Suppress them. Yeah, suppress them or go move past them. Right. Well, you know. even moving past them, if we aren't feeling our feelings, we're shoving them down. Mm. And okay. they're staying in our body. So what happens is it builds. It's layer over layer over layer. So uh, a feeling right now could be so intense because it actually was created from a feeling when we were three year old, three yes. years old and somebody mm -hmm. took our popsicle. Okay. You know, but it we did we just kept shoving it down, shoving it down, shoving it down. So if we don't work through our our feelings are here to teach us. It, we can use our feelings as lessons, but instead we we shove them down and we don't feel them. Okay. So if we learn to just allow them to come up and it's not even that you have to work through them. You just have to allow yourself to feel. And, and be okay with that. And be okay with that. Yeah. And then go get the therapist, right? Yeah. Well, yes, most definitely. And that's what that talk therapy is always a great, a great tool. <laughs> okay. So, oh, you know, we also mentioned how you do breath work. So, yes. um, are, are, is there going to be any, there probably won't be no, any breath work do, in, in that. We won't and, add breath work into that. Okay. This is part of so there's something that I call, it's called breathwork integration coaching. Okay. And this is where, this is like, a tw it's 12 weeks, 8 to 12 weeks, depending on how much work a person really wants to put into it. And we meet weekly. And creative visualization is actually one of the tools that I use in this, mm -hmm. this, this program. Um, and then with this, so when we go on the, the seven areas of life, 
the breathwork weekly would be customized to what you want to work on. When you are in breathwork, this is where we can start reprogramming. We okay. can start reprogramming our thinking. And it, it's, it's more, so that takes creative visualization to a whole new level. Okay, can you explain to people who aren't familiar with breathwork, like what yes. is breathwork? Yes. The type of, there's all kind of, all different types of breathwork. What I do is called transformational breathwork. And it is a constant controlled breathing. All right, now what, you're laying down, you have a pillow, you have a mask to cover your eyes and a blanket, and what we do is we go through a series of breathing techniques, and I, I guide through that. Uh, and they're, they're on purpose, you know? So what they do is the, the breath work starts to lower your cortisol, and it increases your serotonin. So what it does, it takes, us, it takes our body out of that constant fight or flight state and most of us are in this all day long because of just stress you know right. work home school kids like everything we're just go 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 right. we're trying to do it all trying to do it all trying to do it all so when we we come to breath work what happens is the your your chemicals in your body start to recalibrate Right. And now you're getting, you'll get into the parasympathetic nervous system. And this is where you can start to relax. But in the parasympathetic nervous system, this is when you can start to hear. You can start to hear your thoughts instead of them being boom, 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 wash the dishes, go, laundry's in here, I have to go do this. You know, like just that mm -hmm. constant ramble that's going in on our head. Breathwork will put you into a meditative state. Even people that can't meditate, even people who say, I have ADD and there's no way I can lay here that long. Mm -hmm. I have a list of people that they can talk to that are full-blown ADD and we're like, wow, wow. Like, I, I, my mind has never been quiet like that. Wow. So it gets you into that state. And when, when we're in that state, it's the alpha brain waves. Like when we're in there, you connect to your higher self. That's awesome. So let me ask you this, because I know you've been doing this yeah. for a long time. Uh, and I love the work that you're doing. I love what you're bringing to our community. But how do you go from the hair industry business to life coaching and everything that you're yes. doing? What, what brought you to this point? Yeah. That's a great question, because I know a lot of people have that question. For a long time, I had that question. Yeah. And it's also good, too, um, for people who you know, are afraid to jump from one yes. thing to another and sharing, sharing your story. Yeah, so. and I will say this. So I am 48. I'm, I'm you know, pushed 50. And I am completely changing careers. And it's funny. We, I just had this conversation with somebody this morning. It even... It's not a waste. Those 27 years of doing hair actually brought me to where I needed to be. I needed to have all the experience. I needed to have all the experience with everybody that sat in my chair. Mm. Life taught me how to do what I'm doing now. It brought me to that. Yeah, so in the all in all these years, like I, I used to tease and say, people don't come to me because of how I do their hair. They come because of the conversation and how they feel when they leave. You know, uh -huh. and I used to, to joke about that because I, I didn't really understand that. Mm -hmm. But there were so there's so much more like my relationship with my clients, they were such a bond. Like 
our conversations were deep. Mm. You know, it wasn't. They didn't want their hair, like <laughs> hairstyling to end. Yeah, that, right. I mean, and it's on both ends. Like I right. got as much from them as they were, as I was giving yeah. back to them. There was just this exchange, and you know, as I started this journey, and and I just have been very open with it and sharing, you know, with people, and then yes. I would hear other people's journey, and I I love to teach, and this has been something that has gone back. From, from even being young, I remember, like, you know, if there was something that I wanted to do and it wasn't out there, I was going to, I was going to teach it then, you know, like, yeah, great. that's just, yeah. I've learned that's a pattern of mine too, you know, like mm-hmm. I like to teach. So, uh, as I became successful in the hair industry, there was uh, a book that was given to me called The Success Principles, and it was given to me early on in my career. Mm-hmm. Um, it had Jack, Jack Canfield wrote it. He's the one that wrote all the Chicken Soup for the Soul books. Yes, yes, we know yeah, that very uh, well yes. here. Okay, all right. <laughs> and for whatever reason, when I was, I just connected to his teachings. Mm-hmm. Like I read that book front to back probably 10 times. And I really built my career off of this book, like off of what wow. what I was taught in this book. And, you know, I would follow his, his lectures and his podcasts, and I'd gone to some of his seminars, and then I'd gone to, it was called Breakthrough Success to Success, and it was in Arizona, it was a week long. And when I was there, I was like, I just, it resonates with me, mm-hmm. like, the that whole it all resonates with me so when I came back I was like all right I want to be I want to be trained by him I want to be a a coach through him Mm -hmm. so I I signed up and it was like a year it was a year program and I I went through all the training like how to do it and it just it felt so right Mm -hmm. so I, I started doing it and the funny thing is is this is what I've been using the same blueprint for all these years that I had apprentices that I was teaching them how to build, build their business. So it was so comfortable, but this was just kind of like, it was, a, I felt like, okay, since I'm certified as a transformational coach through him, now I can do it. You know, so I Gave had the validation. That, yes. Kind of. So I had that in the back of my head though, who am I to do this? Ah. I'm not good enough to do this. Ah. Like, yeah, you know? like we all go yes. through with everything yes. and different things in our life. Yes. And yes. Yeah. So that was a whole exploration for me then, you know, mm-hmm. and originally the, I, that was I was just going to start slowly stepping away from hair. And I was in the beginning just going to focus on the hair industry mm-hmm. because, you know, I know that language. I know that world. I, you know, I can sit down and help you figure out a business plan, you know, mm-hmm. for a stylist behind the chair, not even think twice about it. Right. Because I've lived it for so long. But what I started finding is not, hairstylists weren't the only ones that were interested and had questions. Mm-hmm. You know, and some, I, my clients would be like, hey, are you going to have a workshop? Let's have a, do a workshop. We'd come to a workshop, you know. And I just had this fear uh. because it's, I, I knew what to talk about in, in the hair, with hairstylists. Mm-hmm. I knew. But... Who am I to tell someone else what? You know what I mean? Yes, like it, yes. I, it was something I had to work through. So to make a long story short, COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Right? And I decided um, I went to Costa Rica. I went on the spiritual journey. Right? I went to Costa Rica. We were in the jungle. We worked like with shaman. And I was introduced to breath work. Mm. And this was the first time I've ever been introduced to breath work. And I just remember, like, in the beginning, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to breath work. Because I was thinking it was going to 
that's not what I was there for. Is that was in my mind? Ah, okay. okay. I'm not here for yoga. I'm not here. I want to go. I want the deep work. Mm. Like I want to go <clears throat> face my demons. You yes, know? yes. So I go to breath work, and when it was done, I was like, "Holy crap! What is this? Like, what is this?" I it was. I, I couldn't even explain. Like I was had. I said all I can say is I had a conversation with God. Mm. In, in this breath work, yeah. laying down, you know, and yeah. it was so powerful. So I went, continued the week. Um, the, the retreat that I went to was an ayahuasca retreat. Mm-hmm. And ayahuasca is a tea that is, it's very ceremonial. You're with shaman, but it's a psychedelic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a hallucinogen, but it takes you on this spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And it basically makes you face your demons you know, it brings you face to face with them to work through your own self-doubt, your own fear and all this. And it was, that's a whole other podcast, so I won't get into that too much. <laughs> but this was my, this is how I ended up where I'm at. That's why I feel like it's important yes. to talk about it. Yes. Um, at the end of the week, we did breath work again. Mm-hmm. And I found breath work to be just as powerful as what happened in, with the ayahuasca ceremonies. I was releasing this self-doubt. Mm. That was so deep inside me, I didn't wow. even know where it was coming from. Wow. So when I came back, I looked for breath work, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find it. And the closest studio I could find was 300 miles away. Like, mm-hmm. I was willing to drive to Columbus once a week mm-hmm. if I could find it. Um, so then that this is where I do what I usually do. Well, uh, maybe I'm supposed to teach it. So I just started messing around with a class with friends, and then it the classes started getting filled. So I was like, um, I probably should go get certified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should probably go get certified in this. And so I reached out to who taught me breath work. Yes. And I got certified through his company. That I became a coach through his company. And now I'm actually in the training to teach people how to become breath work facilitators because we need so many more. Mm. So are you... Uh, I guess, are you training a lot more people yes. then? And yes. Yeah, great. Yeah. Okay, so there'll be more out in our community. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah wonderful. Okay, so um, thank you for being here. We'll go yes. ahead and conclude um, sure. our interview. Uh, but I always like to ask people what their favorite book is and what they're reading now. Okay, my or, favorite book was would probably be The Alchemist. I love that. I read that. that I, yeah. I was given that very young, too, and I probably read it every year like I have a couple copies of it because my first one is so worn like it's just whenever I need something I always go to that book and what I'm reading right now is by Jay Shetty Think Like a Monk which is an amazing book it's it's really good interesting okay well thank you so much and um, look forward to our program together yeah me too Thanks for listening to PLSJ's podcast. Visit us in person at your library branch or online at steubenvillelibrary.org.